After leading her up a good distance, the thread turned to the left, and down the path upon which she and Lootie had met Curdie. But she never thought of that, for now in the morning light, with its far outlook over the country, no path could have been more open and airy and cheerful. She could see the road almost to the horizon, along which she had so often watched her King Papa and his troop come shining, with the bugle blast cleaving the air before them, and it was like a companion to her. Down and down the path went, then up, and then down, and then up again, getting rugged and more rugged as it went. And still along the path went the silvery thread, and still along the thread went Irene's little rose-tipped forefinger. By and by she came to a little stream that jabbered and prattled down the hill, and up the side of the stream went both path and thread. And still the path grew rougher and steeper, and the mountain grew wilder, till Irene began to think she was going a very long way from home. And when she turned to look back, she saw that the level country had vanished, and the rough, bare mountain had closed in about her. But still, on went the thread, and on went the princess. Everything around her was getting brighter and brighter as the sun came nearer, till at length his first rays all at once alighted on the top of a rock before her, like some golden creature fresh from the sky. Then she saw that the little stream ran out of a hole in that rock, that the path did not go past the rock, and that the thread was leading her straight up to it. A shudder ran through her from head to foot when she found that the thread was actually taking her into the hole out of which the stream ran. It ran out babbling joyously, but she had to go in. She did not hesitate. Right into the hole she went. "'which was high enough to let her walk without stooping. "'For a little way there was a brown glimmer, "'but at the first turn it all but ceased, "'and before she had gone many paces she was in total darkness. "'Then she began to be frightened indeed. "'Every moment she kept feeling the thread backwards and forwards, "'and as she went farther and farther into the darkness of the great hollow mountain, "'she kept thinking more and more about her grandmother.' and all that she had said to her, and how kind she had been, and how beautiful she was, and all about her lovely room, and the fire of roses, and the great lamp that sent its light through stone walls. And she became more and more sure that the thread could not have gone there of itself, and that her grandmother must have sent it. But it tried her dreadfully when the path went down very steep, and especially when she came to places where she had to go down rough stairs, and even sometimes a ladder. Through one narrow passage after another, over lumps of rock and sand and clay, the thread guided her, until she came to a small hole through which she had to creep. Finding no change on the other side, shall I ever get back? she thought, over and over again. "'wondering at herself that she was not ten times more frightened, "'and often feeling as if she were only walking in the story of a dream. "'Sometimes she heard the noise of water, "'a dull gurgling inside the rock. "'By and by she heard the sounds of blows, "'which came nearer and nearer, "'but again they grew duller and almost died away. 
In a hundred directions she turned, obedient to the guiding thread. 